Hey everyone, welcome to the informal program this week, a show that tries to come at sports from a new angle. Appreciate you listening. Coming up today on the show, who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? That's next. Live from a city in Southern California, which will remain nameless, this is the informal program. Here's your host, Daniel West. I got some questions for England. Yeah, we're not going to start with Messi or Ronaldo or Neymar or who else? Who else are we going to throw in there? Who else? Who are the, Who else are they trying to sell us on here? Because the U.S. didn't make the World Cup, and so therefore stars watch them. I mean, in their defense, it's like the only thing that you know would get people interested. True, but still, I got questions for England. It just this is just in a nerdy level, just so you all know. I, I, can we get some English experts on the show, actually? Maybe the Vegas Golden Hat can work on that. Can he? Yeah, go work on that, man. I appreciate you. Second week, officially on the job as assistant producer to Dave Rogers, which means he basically does all of the producing work. All right, see if we can find some English uh, football analysts. Caught myself there. Why don't they have a playmaker? Because uh, the main guy, Lalana's injured. Okay, but still... I'm watching that game. I'm like, you know what would be really nice right here if you're England? Like, some guy whose job was to just facilitate the offense. That would be really nice here. I mean, the the passing around was beautiful, but it would be really nice if there was some guy whose job was just to sit there and direct all the passes and control traffic. I don't know. I know this thing comes around once every four years. I am by no means a serious expert. That's the first time I've seen England play in quite a while. But just a small observation here. Are you one of those guys that breaks down the World Cup like they should have been doing this? And that's my bag man, by the way. Hello, I'm bag man. Uh, is that how you break it down? I just watched the games, and I was watching the game against Tunisia, and I'm like, you know what? They really could use. Basically, let me put this in some American sports terms. Oh, it took you two minutes. You couldn't even go two minutes with that. Let's break it down for the Americans. No, this is an analogy I want to use because this is what I saw. It's like watching an NFL game and they're just lateraling the ball all over the field. It's like, you know, it'd be really nice, a guy who could throw it downfield and someone catches it. Okay, that's a good analogy because I saw the same thing. You did too. Now, they did pull out a 2-1 win. By the way, who are you rooting for? I could care less. I really could. Not Mexico? Oh. Ah. And thus, John Beanie delves into the deep waters. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm drowning out here. Give me a life vest, man. Woo. I mean... The reaction to that was insane. It, that what he did was insane. What he did was crazy. That whole, this whole thing is crazy, man. See, this is the kind of stuff that happens, if I may get on my soapbox for a moment. Hold on, let me get it for you. Do we have imaging for the soapbox? I'll play something. Hold on, let me get... There he is. There's the soapbox. All right, stand atop it, sir. Proud. That's a water bottle. I'm not standing on top of that. It's like those crystal geyser ones. It'll hold your weight. I'll stand on it. Oh! Yeah, that's why I didn't want to stand on it. All right, anyway, I'll play the imaging. It's time to get on the soapbox. <clears throat> wow, my voice. Here's the host. Okay. See, this is the kind of foolishness that I think only happened in U.S. soccer. This is why when people say, you're not a soccer nation, you're not whatever, this is the kind of foolishness they're talking about. What other country in the world has to deal with this mess, man? People have been given analogies, and we can go out the analogies and stuff like that. But honestly, what other country in the world 
Where, where, where's Brazilian Ronaldo right now saying, you know what? Argentina, man, they got a shot. Where's he? Where's Zinedine Zidane saying, you know what? Italy, I'm sorry you missed out, man. Oh, see, now that's a low shot. Oh, no, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Well done. Well done. Yeah, you got that. Soccer fans, the audience, they, they saw what I was doing there. I saw what you did there. Really, though. Really. Where was Cam Newton's? Sponsored by, uh, who was he sponsored by? Dan and Yogurt was sponsored by, what, what, what is it? Uh, I think it's Oikos, the Greek one. Thank you. O- Oikos? Yes, yeah, Oikos. It's, it's, it's uh, pig milk. All right. Very good. Very funny. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. No, seriously, what is the name of his company? It's not his company. You know what I'm talking about, though. Cam, look it up right now. Okay, you know what? I'm going to look up because you're not going to look it up. Uh, you, you know me well. By the way, did you look up the Cleveland Cavaliers thing for later? Yeah, I did. Okay. Cool. He's just speaking off mic there. So I can turn around and look at you. It is indeed Oikos. You were right. It's not pig milk, though. That was a good joke, though. Okay. Cam Newton. I didn't, I didn't see him peddling Oikos saying, hey, you know what? Auburn, you're not in the national championship, but you know who is? Alabama. Roll Tide. I didn't see that. But you know what I did see? Landon Donovan, my other team's Mexico. Now, before we delve into this, as John brought it up, as John is actually, well, he literally is wet because he stepped on a water bottle back there. I thought it would hold my weight. You have any jokes, Dave? I mean, no, no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave that alone. Okay. Wise decision. Now, let me just let you know, because usually this show tries to be a sports show, generally. We're not one of those, like, sticks to sports. It's just that everyone else is talking about stuff. Why, why, we, why do we need to, to throw in our weight with them? Why, why are you looking at me when you said wait? <laughs> See, I just roasted myself. I didn't mean to do that. I wasn't even thinking about you. I just, anyway. So, this is a disclaimer. We don't have any imaging for this. This is just before, Okay. This is not going to be, we're, we're not getting into the politics of this, okay? Because that's where it ended up, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. I didn't know. This happened on social media as well. I'm like, I didn't know this was the issue. I thought it was just we were you know, kicking a ball around and, you know, stuff. Okay, so before we get there, before I get the letters, before you write in, that's not where we're going, okay? This is on a purely sporting level, all right? Now. U.S. didn't make the World Cup. We're, we're very aware of that. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. I thought they were playing tomorrow. No, they're not. They missed the World Cup. Oh, that's unfortunate. That is. Okay. Landon Donovan, arguably the greatest U.S. soccer player of all time. Quinn Dempsey. Okay, here we go. I mean, you, I mean, you, you can argue. It is arguable. I, I mean, who would you want in the last few minutes of a match, Quinn Dempsey or Landon Donovan? I want Clint Dempsey. Did he take a sabbatical during the World Cup qualifying? For crying out loud, you guys, please. I just said, arguably. Okay, I'm going to argue it. It's Clint Dempsey. What about Brad Friedel? You know what? Please. Thank you. Now, 
Landon Donovan, arguably the greatest U.S. soccer player of all time. My point is when you ask someone, when if you're not a soccer fan, and someone comes up to you and asks, all right, who's the greatest U.S. soccer player of all time? You're probably going to say Donovan. Everybody knows Landon Donovan, okay? So he gets in a mess this week because he's sponsored by Wells Fargo, and Wells Fargo is trying to get people to root for the U.S. national team. I mean, excuse me, the Mexican national team. So he's from California. We are from a city in Southern California. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know how you'd know that, but we are from a city in Southern California, okay? Landon is as well. Landon speaks Spanish. I'm learning to speak Spanish. Somewhat successfully. Somewhat successfully. My point is, we share, besides the fact he's a great soccer player and I'm, you know, doing this show, we share a similar upbringing in terms of our locale, okay? So we're coming from the same spot. So, but here's the issue. I am not the all-time U.S. men's national team legend. Okay, he is. So he comes out with a scarf on social media, says my other team's Mexico, and it starts this whole backlash. Before, we were going to talk about this because this was an issue that was raised that went deeper than I thought, and that is the issue of can you root for Mexico? Now, here's the way that I think a lot of people are looking at it, which is different from how others are looking at it. I think it's something interesting to talk about. Or you just ramble about it and we listen. Or we can talk about it. All right, fair. So yeah, which position are you coming from? Because I have heard the two as well. All right, here's where I'm coming from. It's a game, y'all. That's where I'm coming from. It's a game. It just so happens that, honestly, all right, let me finish my sentence. It just so happens that U.S. and Mexico are around the same level, roughly, Mexico's better, but around the same level, roughly, on the, the world stage. And we're right next to each other. And when we play each other, we don't like each other. I went to the Rose Bowl to watch the U.S. against Mexico in the CONCACAF Cup final that was like a, a pseudo-playoff game. It's a game, man. That's, that's what it is. Now... Here's something that, that that has muddied the waters a little bit in this, which is the other side of it, which you can talk about. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing. As I, I play the other position here, because, you know, I like being contrary. Here's the thing. Now, people don't have... Now, this isn't an issue as far as, like, U.S.-Mexico relations, or it shouldn't be. But the issue has been that people feel excluded because you do have people who are Mexican-Americans, and they say, we don't feel welcome because the U.S. fans are like, you are our rivals. So basically... See, here's how it is. It's like how you are with the Angels. You like the Angels because of 2002. That's in your heart. That's what you grew up with. But as long as you're not playing the Dodgers, you're cool with the Dodgers, too, because that's also part of you, and you grew up listening to Vince Kelly. Okay, now that's a fair point. And I think that's the, the issue that, that has come up, is that people feel unwelcome to do both. Yeah. Now, the issue, the, the main issue is that Landon Donovan is the face of U.S. soccer, and to see him you know, wearing green is a little unsettling for people. Right, and then he took it into a whole other level where it wasn't. Right, so the issue is on one level it's a sporting thing. Why are you looking at me like that, John? Because you're just glossing over. See, what happened is... See, I don't want to delve in these waters. See what, no, the, the issue is that he's taking money. That's, it has nothing to do with the, the economic or the, the whole thing between the two countries. It's the fact that he's taking money. If he weren't taking money, because he tweeted out earlier, he's like, I want CONCACAF to do well. And that's the other layer, too, as well, is the, the old-fashioned root for your 
conference affiliates just to represent you. It's why people chant SEC for some meaningless bowl game because Ole Miss, by association, is a part of the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, yeah, now I get that. But what I'm saying is the issue people have is they took money. No, the issue is that he came out supporting them, and he's like, why can't I do both? Do you all guys even know what you're talking about? I don't think you're making sense. I don't think you are either. What What have I said that doesn't make sense? You're just all over the place. You're like, over here, over here, over here. Just just explain your, your thesis in 30 seconds. I'll turn on that timer. Hang on. Hang on just a minute. Let me turn on the timer here. Explain your thesis. Because I want to understand what you're saying, but you're just all over the place. Okay, fair enough. All right, hold on. Keep going. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. We really should have planned this out before, Dave. Hold on, I'm at seven. I gotta roll, scroll up. Here we are, and thirty. Okay, now uh, we'll play some music here. Ooh, that's cool. Okay, uh, begin. Just, just explain what you're trying to say and go. Okay, here's what I'm trying to say. It's a game. I have nothing against Mexico. Seems like a great country. The people are awesome. I live in Los Angeles. Okay, you go to an LAFC game. I'd say 90% of the people are probably L Tree fans. Maybe. Have some affinity for L Tree. I don't care. The point is, they're our nearest rival. We're around the same level. Neither of us have won a World Cup, so there's that. So when it push comes to shove and we're playing each other, I'm not a fan of the team. It has nothing to do with the people, and I think that's what has gotten caught up in this. All right, that makes sense. Carry on with your uh, radio show. I, I, I get what you're saying here. All right. But Landon Donovan, man, that's a, that's a rough look. Anyway... We'll talk more World Cup after this. This is the Informal Program. You're listening to the Informal Program. All right, we're in the middle of World Cup season, folks. If you do need a team to root for, may I suggest El Tri, the men's national team of Mexico. The U.S. isn't in it. That's okay. We have another representative from our fair uh, continent, as well. Historically, the most successful team in the CONCACAF region. Ten confederation titles, seven gold cups, and three CONCACAF championships. Also, on the international stage as well, they're always invited to Copa America. All right. Carlos Vela's there. You want, you want to see some talent here, man? Who, who's an MLS player, a U.S. MLS player that you want to go see and just pay money to see, man? Clint Dempsey's getting older. Tim Howard, I mean, why is he on Colorado, man? But uh, Carlos Vela, man, that's great. You got Chicharito in the Premier League. Do you have a U.S. men's national team player of that stature in the Premier League? I don't think so. Root for El Tree. They just beat Germany, and they're going to win the World Cup this year. El Tree. And now for the news report. And now it's time for the Bagman News Commentary. Oh, I look around the world of sports, much like the Eye of Sauron, but a uh, you know less evil one, and I tell someone in sports to sit down and be humble. That's right. And this week, it is a legend, or a so-called legend, Diego Armando Maradona. Now, I normally have no issues with you, but the comments you said earlier this week, that there is no passion amongst the Canadians, they may be good skiers, but they're not going to play soccer, sit down and be humble. Where's your team in the World Cup right now? Well, they are in the World Cup right now, but here's my point. You know how you want a, a World Cup? Because you punch the ball. You're supposed to punch a ball. Okay? It's like a, you're winning an NBA title with goaltending. Okay? Sit down and be humble. Enjoy yourself. But stay out of our World Cup. Back to the show. 
And now, back to the informal program. So see, the problem was he was too high to get over, and too low to get under, he's stuck in the middle. Yeah, I feel you there. Which is sad, I mean, you want more talent than that, but, you know. I mean, and then he, you know, he screamed out to the world and all that. He believed, I mean, he believed in you, but you didn't believe in me. That's what he told the people. He did. Okay. Are we going to do new, uh, not news report. Do you want to, do you have any comments on that? Yeah, I, I feel like Bagman bungled this thing, man. As the producer, I must say that we need, like, clarity in our reports. And so Bagman's ramblings, he left, he didn't record it, so um, he's not here. But I, I do feel the need to, uh, to to clean that up here. Excuse me, the news snail has a word. Let's see what we have here. Uh, Russia has been granted the bid to host the 2018 uh FIFA World Cup. Okay, send him back. He's he's very late to that. Uh, the World Cup's going on right now, by the way, News Snail, just so you know. Okay, and Germany has won the World Cup for 2014. Okay. Uh, yeah, he needs some work. Send him back. That thing like four years to get back. That's cool. Maybe the U.S. will be uh, in World Cup qualifying by then. <laughs> okay. All right, enough of the jokes. I do feel the need, though. Okay, here's what I'm going to read this article here. Well, not the whole article, but here's basically what happened. Diego Maradona was asked, like, how do you feel about the 2026 World Cup? And he just lashed out with all these stereotypes. He's like, Canada aren't good skiers. The Americans wanted four periods of somewhere advertising. There's no passion there. And Bagman, that's what Bagman was upset about. Which he doesn't have a point about. I mean, like, he's going to be silent on a cutter, but he's going to go out here in the U.S.? Okay, that is fair. That is fair. Like, see... That's why you should be doing this and not Bagman, because that's a great point. Instead of just talking about the, the, the was it the hand of God goal where he punched the ball in? Like, we all know he punched the ball in, but your analysis is good that there aren't people talking about Cutter. Yeah, I mean, that, the, that's a debacle, man. I mean, they're going to be playing the World Cup in the winter because it's too hot. Like, how did they get the bid? How on earth did that country get the bid to host the World Cup. I mean, it is absolutely insane. How does that happen? It's incredible. How does that happen? Money! Oh, very well. Okay, it's time for Beanie Factoids. And now, <clears throat> excuse me, wow, my voice. It's time for Beanie Factoids. Here's John Beanie. All right, the World Cup's going on. Um, we'll talk about it in a minute because I want to talk more about this World Cup as opposed to just Landon Donovan because everyone's talking about Landon Donovan. We had it first, honestly. We're just a weekly show, so now everyone hopped on our take. That's fair. Number one. All right, number one here. Um, you know, I'm going to save that one for, the, the, for later. Iceland. Iceland. The country of Iceland is in the World Cup. They have a very small population. They said it's about the size of Corpus Christi, Texas. That's what Taylor Truman has said the whole time. Here is a great, great factoid here. Do you know how many people watch the World Cup in Iceland? Give me a guess of how many people. Let, let's bring in LeBron James here. How many, LeBron, how many people do you think watched the World Cup in, uh, in wherever country this is? Iceland. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. That's true. That's a very good guess. Actually, the number is 99.6% of the entire country. What? Yes, I repeat. 99.6% of all Icelandians watched the World Cup. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's true, Taylor Truman. Number two. Uh, number two. This is also from soccer. This is a very soccer-themed show today. Huh? So, you know, we shouldn't be a part of American sports media landscape. Um, 
I thought that was worthy of a, a hey. No, 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 wasn't good enough. That, that wasn't good? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. All right, very well. That wasn't a good joke. Okay, so the Major League Soccer, why do you call it the? Because everyone calls it the MLS. Now, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Okay, keep going. All right, so the Major League Soccer has their annual All-Star game. It's coming up later on uh, next month. They will play Juvent- Juventus. Juventus. Okay, the, the U is silent. Well, wait, was it Juventus? Why is there a Y? It's a J. It's Juventus. It's Italian. Oh, okay. Excuse me. It's like pneumonia. That's a soccer team? No, it's the... No, it's just saying that it's like it's a silent word. Is, is pneumonia a soccer team? I, ah, man, I, I, I... Just take over Golden Hat. I can't, I can't work after that, man. That's ridiculous. All right. The, the Golden Hat will now produce the show. I'm out of here. Okay, that that's the one that took him to leave after all these months. Yep, I'm out. Okay, actually, you're staying right there. Yeah, that's right. You you weren't supposed to tell him it's radio. I haven't moved, man. Man, I was supposed to be silent the rest of the show. It was like I had left, but thank you for breaking the fourth wall. There is no fourth wall in radio. Well, that's deep. You're right. Whoa, man. Because there are no walls. <gasps> Dude, you've unlocked the mystery. What? Oh. Man, I, oh, that's trippy, man. Whoa. Bro, you're right. Can I finish with, this is like the only segment I have, and you're all yammering in it. Okay, so, the Major League Soccer has their annual All-Star game against Juventus. Ridiculous. And it is being hosted by Atlanta United. Now, for those of you who don't know, Atlanta United is accused of ballot stuffing. They have uh, won goal of the year, wrongfully won goal of the year because they voted for it. They win all these awards, these team awards and stuff, because people just vote for Atlanta United. It's absurd. Their coach, who wears essentially just wears track suits and jackets and team polos on the sidelines, won best-dressed coach against people who wear suits and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. What? Okay. So, they have taken to a new level. Now, the Major League Soccer All-Star game is done a little bit differently. They bring in a European team, in this case, Juventus, and they play against a team made up of 11 MLS All-Stars plus subs and all that. Now, you can see where this is going because the All-Star vote is selected by the fans. As of right now, seven of the 11 members of the All-Star team are members of Atlanta United. What? That's right. Uh, this is why we cannot vote on things. The eighth member is voting with face. <laughs> Number three. And finally, this is this is truly, truly out of left field. Talk about shocking. It really is, Tim McCarver. Barry Trotz, the head coach. Yeah. All right, hold on. We got to do this properly. And we do want to do the rest of the show as well. That's true. You ready, Dave? I'm ready. All right. Barry Trotz. Yes. Head coach. Of the Washington Capitals. Stanley Cup champions. He said, you know what, folks? You know what, man? First of all, he does look like a Burl Life Snowman, doesn't he? He really does. <laughs> <laughs> he really does look like Burl Life Snowman from, uh, from Frosty. I mean, you know, slight lack of a neck, a little goatee, kind of round head. Uh... 
Yeah, he does. He, does, he really. I mean, man, look, look him up. If you if he started singing Silver and Gold, would you would you mind? No, I honestly I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, that guy Barry Trotz. Yeah. He said, "You know what? We won the cup, man." Yeah. Ain't nobody count for no repeats. I'm out of here. What? That's right, Barry Trotz. He said, "When I came to Washington four years ago, we had the goal of reaching the uh, World Cup. We did so." <laughs> Will you please stop with this, please? All right, fine. Uh, we had one goal in mind, to bring the Stanley Cup to the nation's capital. We had an incredible run. Uh, and basically, I'd like to thank the players, but we did that. And y'all ain't firing me. I'm out of here. So he's out. Why would they fire him? Because, you know, after four years, they're like, we want more cups. Down with the king who gave us our one cup. Like with the kings. You saw what happened with the kings. Daryl Sutter, oh, he's a legend. And then they missed the playoffs. Oh, get him out of here. They did need a different voice in the locker room, though. Oh, yeah, and that voice scored three goals in the playoffs. Uh, okay, all right, all right, fair enough. This has been Beanie Factoids. See, this is my problem, man. I know it's the end of my second, but all these coaches, you know what they should just do? They should just have the teams vanish for five years unless they're like the Warriors. If it's a team that wins a surprising cup run, they should just be excused from the league for like three years to celebrate, and then they'll come back and everyone will calm down. Because look what happened with Leicester City. They win the Premier League in the next year. Oh, get out, Ranieri. It's ridiculous. Glad you got that off your chest. Indeed. All right. We're going to finish up the show talking about the rest of the World Cup here because we discuss England needing a playmaker because uh, what what is it, Dave? You know they should have brought it. You know what should have told them they, they could use a playmaker? LeBron. Oh! Hey, no, no. I need a playmaker. Hey, uh, England National uh, Southgate. You know what you have? A playmaker. Okay, that's funny. You're not laughing. I'm trying to move this show along, man, because we, we run out of time here. Quickly, your thoughts on Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo, man, that was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. You talk about LeBron James carrying a team. LeBron's carrying four dudes. Ronaldo carried ten plus the goalkeeper. Well, actually nine plus the goalkeeper. I mean, he could have saved the ball if he wanted to. That was incredible. I, what a performance by Ronaldo. It was incredible. Okay. Excellent. Anything else from this? Uh, Russia looked great, but Saudi Arabia, man. Look, here's my problem with World Cup expansion. Are we going to have more teams like that? Because that was truly awful. They couldn't, they couldn't string a pass together. Neither could Russia for most of that game as well, to be fair. That's true. They couldn't run a counterattack. They couldn't do much of anything. Mexico beating Germany. Mexico beating Germany. Talk about shock. It really was, man. And they look great out here. Right, here's what I'm going to say, though. And I, that, was a, that was a, you know, we're not seriously rooting for Mexico. That was a, that was a joke, but they paid us. So, uh, Carlos Vela. That's the only reason I really care is because Carlos Vela is on LAFC. Once he left the field, I was like, all right, you know, if Germany wins, I don't care. But Carlos Vela was amazing out there, man. He was fantastic. Speaking of a playmaker, he was outstanding. If that's not a poster, a sign, an advertisement for MLS, I don't know what is, man, because I'm like, that was incredible, man. He was the best dude out there. Why did they pull him after like 50 minutes? Because he's played the entire season for LAFC. At some point before the World Cup, he had played every minute of the season. What? And you remember they had that road trip. They traveled 14,000 miles in their first six games. Dude's tired, man. But what a run. What a, what, I mean, he was, he was silky out there. He was so silky. It was incredible. Any more World Cup thoughts? Um, Sweden needs Latin. That would be very nice. And uh, Brazil. I mean, they just mauled Neymar. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous. It, it, was, it was embarrassing. It was a joke. All right. Next week on the show, we will have more World Cup things to get to, more sports ball, maybe NBA free agency. Who knows? 
Last thing, Dave, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who was on that team many years ago? Uh, a bunch of guys you wouldn't want. All right, very well. We'll see you next week on the show. Until then, bye. This is the Informal Post Show. All right, let's talk about those Cleveland Cavaliers. In the local uh, five, we discussed how maybe we don't necessarily want LeBron in L.A. because he doesn't leave a, a great situation behind him when he leaves. So give me some names of these uh, Cleveland Cavaliers right the year after he left. Um, uh, uh, Antoine Jameson, Baron Davis, uh, Anderson Varejao was still there, but I, I've never heard of most of these people. That's my point. My point is that we don't necessarily want LeBron here. I don't personally, not because he's not a great basketball player, but because when those four years are up, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like a, a lottery team. He's never left a team in a good position. But to be fair, no free agent has ever left a team in a good position, well, except for uh, the Utah Jazz. But that was kind of, they just kind of looked into that one. That's true. Now, I admit, that's a fair criticism. No team leaves their team in a good spot for agency. But you know what? I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. See you next week. Bye.